everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Pop culture escapism. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. The Riley and Kimmy Show. And welcome to episode 695 of the Riley and Kimmy Show. It is that time of year. That's right. It is Black Friday. The moment we upload this, right next to me is my elf. Kimmy, I got one name. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hi. Hi, and welcome to this episode. It is a very special episode. Black Friday is the day, the day this is uploaded, and the Riley and Kimmy Show is out and about on location. We are at Mike's Comics and Collectibles starting at around 9 o'clock this morning. If you're listening to this today, this is uploaded. And the reason is because coming up at 10 o'clock, a big thing is going to be happening at Mike's Comics and Collectibles. That is artist. Actually, I prefer to use, I, I don't know if he has a preference. We're going to call him illustrator, comic book artist, and writer and creator, and also on dabbles in films, Billy Tushy is... In the house. He's going to be in Mike's Comics starting at 10 o'clock in the morning until at least 2, possibly a little bit longer, uh, depending on how the lines are and how Billy is holding up. And that, uh, it could be, I mean, it's going to be an exciting day. Mm -hmm. And I I don't want to say it's going to go a lot longer than 2, but there's a chance it it could. But please get to Mike's Comics and Collectibles as early as possible. We would love to meet you. The Riley and Kimmy Show will be recording episode, right there, an episode for later playback. You can talk nerd with us, comic books, pop culture, all kinds of things. Matter of fact, talk uh, about that uh, Captain America Iron Man uh, trailer that came out. Oh, yeah. Which side are you on, Kimmy? Mm. Are you on Cap's or are you on Tony's side? Mm. Which one? Come on. I don't know enough about it yet. Oh, geez. You know, you need to read the graphic novel, Civil War, or actually the comic books, and which I do have here in trade paperback form. And by the way, I'm sure Mike Priest of Mike's Comics and Collectibles, his fine staff could set you up too if you don't have that in your possession. You might want to read that story. That's something I'm really stressing people to do, by the way, because I have a feeling a lot. there's some people with children who don't realize just how dark this story will probably turn out if they stay close to the comic books. Uh, it's it's darker, and you know, Winter Soldier was darker than uh, Captain America: First of First Avenger. It was darker than the Avengers movie, and this will be even darker than that. Mm-hmm. So I'm okay. trying to, I'm trying to prep people get All that right. comic book source material, read it, and you can find that at Mike's Comics and Collectibles today, and that is in Orlando, out on Orange Blossom Trail, or the hip people call OBT. Mm-hmm. And starting, as I said, 10 o'clock, Billy Tushy will be there. Now, by the way, the Riley and Kimmy show had the pleasure of sitting down and talking to Billy Tushy just a little while ago, um, day a day ago or so. And he he I thought it was going to get about two minutes, but we got a lot longer than that. And probably beyond a doubt, I can say this of somebody who is of the big two, who has dabbled in the in the big two, meaning the, the two big comic book companies. He is one of the nicest, and he's fighting for that top slot, nicest creators I have ever talked to. Mm. And he's not shy. There's no shyness there okay. at all. And I'm encouraging individuals to uh, check him out. I mean, his his work is just phenomenal. I love him for his Sergeant Rock uh, Lost Battalion, Labor of Love. And we talk about that. Also his uh, She work and uh, so many others that he's done and some other projects. And you can find that out on Podcast number 693. That's 693. We have that linked right on our website right now at RileyandKimmy.com. You might want to check that out before, uh, you know, going to see him at Mike's Comics and Collectibles. Or, by the way, if you just happen to be in Orlando and you are driving around, if you're stuck in traffic on I-4, it is Black Friday. After all, you know, you can just listen to that interview. Mm-hmm. It is family-friendly. And it'll help the time pass. I guarantee that. Now, there are some deals going on at Mike's Comics and Collectibles. By the way, it's over by the uh, the Florida Mall. 
be kind of, mm-hmm. would that be the best way to describe yes. its, its location? Now, what's going on, by the way, is on Friday, they're going to be open. They are open today, Friday, 6 o'clock in the morning. Rise and shine. Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. I, I think Mike might even be sleeping on the floor uh, in the <laughs> overnight. He's ready to go, okay? Now, they run until 10 o'clock tonight. That's Friday night, Black Friday. So from 6 a.m. till 10 p.m. Wow. That is a, that's a sale. Now, most comic books are 50% off. All toys, 25% off. By the way, with the comic books, that excludes this week's new releases. That excludes the new releases. All toys, 25% off. All trades, 25% off. All statues, 5 to 15% off. The sales do not apply to outside merchandise. And if you spend $25 or more, you'll receive a free ticket to the Orlando Toy and Comic Con. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool. You know why that's also cool? Why is that? We're going to be there. I know. Yes. Mike of Mike's Comics and Collectibles invited the Riley and Kimmy show to that event, the Orlando Toy Comic Con. And that happens at the, well, it's the very last Sunday in the month of January 2016. So there's plenty of deals to be found. That's at Mike's Comics and Collectibles. Don't miss your opportunity to uh, meet Billy Tucci. And by the way, I, I, I can pretty much say this with confidence. Mike will have some Billy Tushi material there. If you don't have something in your collection, shame on you. Uh, that way you can get something signed. Mm-hmm. And he has prints available too. By the way, I believe there's two different prints that are going to be uh, in the store as well too. Mm, that, are, okay. that are that are you know his work. So this is a this is a thing to really check out. And we'd love to talk nerd with you, as we said. So don't be shy. And by the way, if you just don't want to you know go on an episode or something like that, we can talk nerd regardless. We just want to meet you and tell your friends. You know. Hit the social media, man. Tell them this is going on at Mike's Comics and Collectibles on uh, OBT. That's Orange Blossom Trail. And Billy will be there between 10 and 2 at least. That's 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. Right, Kimmy? Mm Mm-hmm. Are are you looking forward to this? I am. All right, Kimmy. It is Black Friday. I say bah. Humbug. I don't care. I say Bobby Christmas. Well, it is that time of year, right, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. And you know, one of the things we're going to do, uh, for those who happen to be, you know, standing in lines or things like that, um, and I'm not saying you're going to be standing in lines at Mike's Comics and Collectibles, but, you know, if you're out and about shopping and, you know, you got some lines, we got a way to get away from it for a while, some pop culture escapism and going back in time. I mean, way back in time, Kimmy. And as a matter of fact, my favorite version of this story that's been done outside of on stage and the story is a christmas carol you know the scrooge story mm-hmm. now we have what i consider the best production better and I, i'm going to stun some people to me this is stronger in ways matter of fact it is stronger this is my favorite scrooge this is the person who's portraying this is my favorite it's stronger than any film or television adaptation that i've ever seen and i love quite a few but this, to me, is the best, and it's the best for a couple of reasons. Number one, who's playing Scrooge is Lionel Barrymore, and he, this is Scrooge. I mean, just what he paints with his voice alone is is magic. And who else is working with him is a master of the theater of the mind, and just to have these two together is beautiful. It's it's ear candy. It's magic, and it's Orson Welles. And we have that on our website right now, uninterrupted. It's from December 24th, 1939. And it is from the Campbell Playhouse, which is actually the Mercury Theater. But they, when they got a sponsor, they changed it to the Campbell Playhouse. So we have this classic version that unfortunately is not heard very often. And I hope you can share it with friends and stuff like that. Because it is part of the Riley and Kimmy show's uh, uh, house for every Christmas for so many years, right? Mm-hmm. And it, I, I, we're sharing that, uh, you know, to all of our friends out there and, and people who listen and view the Riley and Kimmy show. Now, that is there right now. But, you know, since we are at, since we are at Mike's Comics and Collectibles, I thought it'd be really cool to talk to one of Mike's customers. Okay. Yes. And the person we're going to talk to is Humphrey Ching. You know Hump, don't oh, you? Oh, yeah. Yes. Artist Humphrey Ching making his way to Mike's Comics and Collectibles for the Black Friday appearance of Billy Tushi, and also because I think he just happens to uh, dig Mike's Comics and Collectibles. Matter of fact, I know he does. Now, Hump has been to a lot of comic book stores in the course of being a nerd, 
Here's a question I have for Hump as we open the door and turn the microphone on for him. Hump, what's one of the things that well stands out about Mike's Comics and Collectibles to you? It's the, all the Hot Toys and Sideshow collectibles that you can get. Oh, you that's right. You are a big Hot, uh, hot Toys Sideshow collector. I forgot about that. Yeah. I'm a huge Hot Toys and Sideshow collector. Now, what, what's something you've gotten before at Mike's to give us an idea? Um, what haven't I got from Mike? Oh boy! <laughs> well, well, what have you got? Just give me a couple of things. What, what that? If you're looking around, uh, say, oh yeah, I got that that uh, that statue or or figure. What'd you get? Uh, I got most of my hot toys from Mike. I mean, I got a lot of stuff from Mike. Um. Uh, well, I'm trying to think what was the the latest thing I got from him. Oh, I got this actually recently. I got the it's a Yamato um, resin statue of Harley Quinn from Arkham City. So like a exclusive, like a, I think it was a Comic Con exclusive from Mike. So yeah, Mike has like all the like you know the exclusives, the Comic Con exclusives. You know, you'll find if you're trying to find them. You know, most likely Mike will probably have them. So, or he can possibly find it too. Uh, he is connected. That's that's for sure. Yeah, Mike. Mike gets a a lot of the stuff. So, and Mike is connected with a certain uh, comic book convention, which in toy show convention, which is the Orlando Toy and Comic Con, and happening at the end of January of 2016. Is Humphrey going to be part of that show? Uh, yes, I am. Right. I will there with a couple of my artist friends uh chris butler which you have talked to and um jeremy gonzalez actually that you talked to also at megacon fan days and uh the two people that were like uh my two neighbors at megacon fan days uh dennis and bonnie art oh who, who would you put on periscope with me Yes, yes. So, yeah, we'll all be there for Mega, uh, for uh, Orlando Toy Comic Con. That's pretty groovy. And by the way, Mike has a, a deal going on. If you spend $25 or more, you receive a free ticket to the Orlando Toy and Comic Con, the thing that Humphrey and I are talking about. And it's a very nice uh, comic book toy convention. It's, uh, you know, it's... It's not the huge Megacon experience, but it's a very nice toy, you know, comic book convention. I, I always find deals there. It's actually like if, if you're a collector and, you know, you, you want to meet a lot of cool comic book artists, like um, one of their, their big, big guests that they're getting is uh, Tony Daniel. So if like Tony Daniel, the guy who, you know, who drew, who draws Batman and Superman, and you know. Joker, don't forget Joker. Mm-hmm. Like he'll be there. So like, you know, if you're there just to you wanted to meet some cool artists and cool comic book artists, that's a great place to meet them because it's not you're not gonna get like like crazy packed lines, you know, out the door to meet these people, you know, so yeah, it'll it'll be a nice uh, experience. It's something safe for the entire family, uh, all ages. I mean. Uh, Mike puts on a nice, clean show. Uh, you don't have to worry about anything, you know, bringing the little kids or anything to that. Uh, be plenty of fun going on, and that is at that big Orlando Toy and Comic Con at the end of January 2016. Now, the big uh, Black Friday thing going on. Uh, I mean, it, it's it is big going on. Matter of fact, uh, you know, real late <laughs> Friday, uh, this event is going on until 10 o'clock Friday night. Uh, Black Friday is. Um, but Billy Tushy, the special guest will be there at least till two, possibly longer. According to Mike, he said it depends on the lines and depends on, you know, um, Billy. Uh, but there's a chance he might go on a little longer than that, but you know, be sure to go up when you can. Uh, Humphrey, I know you're kind of a, a fanboy of, uh, Billy Tushy's. Uh, yeah. I mean, um, I'm, I'm, I like, like when he was, uh, what do you call it? When he was uh, coming out with she, I was in uh, I was in college, like collecting a lot of the the books that were coming out at that time. So, 
and he came to one of your classes, didn't he? Or didn't you uh, sit in with him or something? You, you had some contact with him when you were in art school, right? Yeah, because um, his uh, professor, like, I guess his professor was my professor back in college. So, like, um, I was lucky enough to, like, sit in class and then, like, when he came to visit and then, like, um, we actually kind of hung out with him for a little bit and talked with him, so after class. Uh, it was really cool, like, you know, to meet him and stuff. Now, but, are you going to bring something to get signed? Um, I don't, I don't know, because I might, I might be coming from, like, doing uh, Black Friday shopping myself, so I probably, probably won't remember the... Well, you know, that's okay. You know why? Because Mike will probably have some stuff in store that you can pick up to get signed, and I know... Uh, in the tent, we're because we're out in the freak tent. I call it a freak tent because I'm in it. Um, we're there with uh, Pop Culture Collectibles. Tom Rupp, the uh, vendor there, is a comic book dealer. He has Silver Age all the way to Modern Age uh, back issues, and I have a feeling he'll have some Billy Tucci stuff there for you. You know, he may, he might be able to hook you up as you go in there and get something uh, signed. Cool. Yeah, I'll probably end up doing that. Yeah. No, that's pretty groovy. Any uh, any you know thing in store for you appearance wise uh, are you done for uh, 2015 and the next thing is that 2016 event at the Orlando Toy and Comic Con um, I will be doing um, an appearance for like uh, Toys and Tots at uh, World of Comics oh that's just, right I forgot about that that's right that's coming up in December right yeah that'll be in December so I'll make a trip over there and then you guys can come by and stop by and um, meet me at toy like the you know uh, world of comics for that's <clears> in, <throat> that's in Kissimmee yeah that would be yeah. a really cool thing and you know bring a brand new toy and help out uh, toys for tots and also get some art for uh, Christmas for somebody mm-hmm now yeah. now before I let you go here because I got to talk nerd with you at least one segment because we do have you on uh, during the week, at least once, uh, for more of an extended segment, talking about uh, you know TV shows and reviews and stuff like that. But uh, before sitting down for this episode of the Riley and Kimmy Show, matter of fact, the day before or so, uh, they released the Captain America Civil War trailer. My question for my big nerd friend is, what did you think of that trailer? <clears throat> Team Captain America. Oh, really? You're you're not on uh, Tony's side, huh? Yeah, screw Tony. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, I'm sure you watched that trailer more than once. Is there something that really, I mean, was there like a one thing that's like made you want to watch it more than once? Was there something you kept going back to? Um, Black Panther. Oh, really? Yeah. Now, now for me, it was uh, the uh, it was uh, Winter Soldier and uh, Captain America taking on Iron Man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was another one. That was a great great scene like from the trailer to me that was totally comic book right there i mean that was that was capturing the panels and you know you know making making a comic book come alive even though that wasn't exactly in a comic book but you know it it was it it just felt so you know true to a comic book in a way yeah it looks it looks like it's gonna be freaking it's gonna blow people away now now here's my my thing for you okay you and I let's let's try to avoid the spoiler here. You you've read the original Civil War. You know what the the story how it ends, right? And my question is, do you think you know outside of us comic book nerds that are going to this movie, the audiences who you know have fallen in love with Captain America and the Avengers movies, a lot of them have never read a comic book even after those movies, and they love them, and they've never read you know the novels or the tra- trade paper. I mean the graphic novels or trade paperbacks put together. So they don't know what's in store with Civil War, a possible. If they, they stay true to that, that storyline, that, that ending, do you think people are going to freak? Um, yeah, because you always get some people who, are, who freak out. Oh, like, and then it's like... Because, I mean, it's dark. If they keep that original ending kind of thing, it's not, it doesn't end warm and fuzzy at all with happiness and you know joking around at the old uh, restaurant or having a good time to me people thought winter soldier was dark this is going to be even darker oh yeah because um i mean uh, 
like I mean I don't know like how um Chris Evans contract is but right my understanding it's up and Sebastian Stan has a total of nine films he's supposed to do so we know if that's the case that comic book thing is going to probably happen in my opinion yeah so it's like um I'm 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 only guessing like he's gonna he's gonna have to kick the bucket like like you know one of the movies, uh. and if they keep it the I mean one, I, I don't see them having the one of the characters who was involved and I, I'll reveal this I wish he was I wish he was in the film and that is uh, Red Skull um, you know I, I was like that's the one thing about uh, Winter Soldier that I wish they did was that I like at the end of it like um, like you like it would have been cool if it like you found out that Robert Redford was the Red Skull. Ooh, like you know, like somehow Red Skull had find his way back into Earth. You know, coming out of the you know the cube after like you know the Avengers or something. You know. Well, I, and, I I'm actually huh? hoping Red Skull got transported to Asgard and will be part of Ragnarok or some other one in the, one of the other worlds. I'm hoping he's part of Ragnarok. Well, the thing about that is that I don't think, I don't think um, Red Skull like like one one thing is uh, Hugo Weaving. I think he said that he didn't want to come back and do anymore. Yeah. So, I mean, that was one thing. But I mean, it would have been cool if if um, Robert Redford was the Red Skull because, like, you know, he could have been like. You know, it could have been Hugh Weaving, just like older now. You know, right? Like, they could explain it like that, or like what they did in the '90s. You know, movie where, where you know, actually, honestly, like, like uh, the the Red Skull, like even in the movie, like you know, he didn't really have a human face anymore. True, you know? that's true. He he wore a fake human face for a while. Yeah, so it's like. So technically, he could he can put anybody's face on, on him. So it's like, and um, that's what I was hoping for. That Robert Redford would reveal at the end that he's the Red Skull, you know. And um, <clears throat> like he he was the he was the real bad guy of the whole thing, you know. Right. Or at least like you know come out and be, you know, you know Baron Zemo or something, you know. Mm-hmm. Which would have been really cool, but you know, <clears throat> they just had Robert Redford as some Hydra agent, I guess. Like, yeah, that I, see, I and I, I, I like, I love Winter Soldier actually, but I, I didn't care for Robert Redford's character at all, really. In that, and I kind of wish it had been something else, you know, somebody else. I mean, his character was kind of cool, but. Yeah, it, I, I, it's okay, but it See, would have been a lot cooler if he was he was like somebody like you know, that was the big twist. Like, what, you, know? you remember in Avengers when we saw um, uh, the 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 council that was being uh, dealt with to decide what to deal deal with? You know, Fury would go and talk to the council uh, via you know electronic communications and stuff, but the council appeared like ominous and kind of reminiscent to me of the old uh, the Superman movie with uh, um, Marlon Brando that it kind of reminded me of that you know the scene where um, Brando's character Jor-El is talking to the, the Kryptonian council the elders it kind of had that but it had this ominous feel but in Winter Soldier that to me was lost you know that, that council didn't appear that ominous to me at all that's because they didn't have powers booth <laughs> you are right that dude you know what hey hey mike and other promoters get him at a con wouldn't that be cool i mean i dig him i mean he's one of the things that stood out with sin city it's like oh yeah and it was really cool is you know who that is you know i mean yeah and i mean i would just love to grab a phone book i don't even know if anybody has those anymore i would just just any book and have him read it <laughs> i would just love to listen to it <laughs> he's just got a. He's just got. He's just got that read, and, and he holds those syllables so well. Uh, I mean, just the ultimate bad guy. 
Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, even him, if, if he turned out to be a bad guy, that would be funny. Yeah, yeah. So... The you, funny thing is, like, we... Like, um, like I, I watched... I think it was this week's episode of... Um, or last week's episode of, of S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay. He actually made an appearance. Powers Booth did? Yeah, but I don't know if he played the same character. Okay. Mm, I, haven't, but, I haven't watched... I don't think I've watched it this season. Uh, matter of fact, I'm certain I haven't. Uh, I didn't watch it, but my friend was wa- like watching it, and then he goes, oh, Power Booth is, is, is on uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. And it's like, you know... And we were both trying to figure out if he was supposed to be the same character. I mean, it would make sense if he was, but... Right. You know, I mean, it's kind of stupid if they changed his character to somebody else, but... <clears throat> well, that's that's wicked. You you know who that is. But yeah, I should guess you would because you're kind of a, a big nerd. <laughs> so, do you think... I mean, I've tried to encourage people to read the, the trade paperback, at least, of Civil War, you know, to get an idea what you know, might be coming around the corner because especially those that might have kids, you know, because that's one of the things I think, you know, this isn't the Avengers first movie and the second one was kind of dark, but it's not even, this is going to be way darker than Avengers two. I mean, this is this, if they play this whole thing out, you know, I think some people better be aware, especially that have kids, what is about to happen. Oh yeah. Um, well, I mean, I, I want to see what they do with this because it's like, um, seems like they're they're like a uh, they're change they're they're because a lot of people I think they they were expecting the comic book like Civil War like yeah. they were expecting it to be exactly like the comic book. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And they did they did change um, you know uh, Age of Ultron from the the comics they did adjust it well yeah that was my whole point like i that i used to tell people like you know like look at age of ultron age of ultron is completely different it's, it has nothing to do with the comic right it's just it's you know it's just using the title and i think civil war would be the same i mean the only difference with civil war over here is that you know that they're, they're um they're still gonna have tony and cap fight each other right but i mean um you know, they, but the whole premise of it is totally different. It's, you know, in the comics you had the New Warriors, who were on a reality TV show trying to take down a, a A class like or, you know, supervillain, you know, and the guy ends up killing, like, you know, all the, like, the whole, the whole county. You yeah, know? yeah, it's it's massive casualties. Yeah, like. Especially a, a lot of like, like little children, you know, right, right? Were killed, and I think that was the biggest thing. Like, you know, that the reason why it was like because um, because of a, like um, a lot of people killed that they put out the registration act. Yeah, with Crossbones, I think Crossbones, um, I think he's the one that's gonna end up setting up uh, Winter Soldier, which ends up, you know. Which he ends up like blowing up a building. I'm guessing to make it similar to like kind of like 9/11, and um, because of that, it starts the registration act, or you know, or makes the government want Captain America to bring in Winter Soldier. So, but Cap refuses because Cap knows that Bucky's innocent. Also, I think Crossbones also probably ends up taking out Wakanda. Or like doing something to Wakanda, like you know, where this, you know, ends up killing a lot of people, and that's why Black Panther comes and starts attacking, you know, Winter Soldier, you know, for revenge or something, you know, and um, <clears throat> I think you know that's that's what's you know what a lot of this stuff is gonna end up happening. Like the the main villain's probably gonna be Crossbones, I'm guessing, or maybe maybe there's a there's a bigger threat, you know, crossbones is actually like, you know, the muscle. Maybe I think did they say that they were gonna bring in Baron Zumo in this I one? I don't remember. I don't remember. Maybe Baron Zumo is the big threat in this one. Who knows? But I think, you know, the outcome is yeah. 
is going to be basically, you know, the crossbones is, you know, the main villain or somebody. And then, and then, or like, well, even in the comics, crossbones is the one that ends up shooting cap. So under red skulls manipulation. Yeah. Like, um, no, that, that's, that's agent Carter. That's true. That's true. That is true. You're right. You're right. Agent Carter. Not 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 Peggy Carter, but Sharon Carter, Agent Thirteen. Right, right. That's yeah. right. She ends up shooting him. That's right. Like on the Red Skulls, like you know. But uh, I think Crossbones, Crossbones is the one that snipes him from like afar. So, but um, yeah. I mean, I think after watching this like um commercial. I think it's going to bring a big hype. Like, it's going to bring a lot of these fanboys and, you know, like, people who, you know, who say they're they're Captain America fans. Nah, everyone's going to get so jacked, you know, so jacked up and hyped about this that they're going to want to see Winter Soldier Cap, you know? Bucky Cap. And, you know, you know, uh, I I remember reading some of the stuff that Downey said, you know, there's people, you know, Stark goes will become a bad guy to people's eyes a lot of people's eyes and well he, he already is yeah. he, he like after ultron he's, he's already become the bad guy in a lot of people's eyes like people don't like him as much anymore so <clears throat> yeah i yeah I, I still think they'll do the ending of the comic books just don't know who's gonna you know make that happen and because you know, it, it, it's got to be the way they're going to handle that contract issue too, uh, make it a smooth transition. So, I just I I kind of urge people to you know go to your local comic book store if you've never read the Civil War, uh, pick it up in trade paperback or the back issues. Uh, you can do that at Mike's Comics when we're at uh, Mike's Comics Black Friday, and I'm sure uh, he'll have some of that material there for you. The Winter Soldier stuff, or um, actually the. Uh, the Civil War stuff, and even uh, Pop Culture Playground out in the uh, Big Tent will have it as well. So it'll, it, it's definitely something to, to read, uh, you know, if you have some little ones. Because so many people go to the Marvel films, and, and, and it's not a bad thing that just don't read comic books and don't know what those stories are based on. And some think that's going to be a fun, happy-go-lucky kind of film, and it's definitely not going to be. What do you, what, what, what's your, who, who do you choose? Um, you mean on the Registration Act? Yeah. Dude, come Which on. Side? Come on. You expect me to choose sides? Come on. <laughs> um, actually, uh, Captain America, uh, because, I mean, it's funny. I mean, if I had a camera on right now, you would see I'm, I got Cap statues and Cap uh, action figures uh, right in front of, right literally in front of me. Um, you know, uh, I'm, I'm a big Cap fan, you know, way back Golden Age and, and definitely, uh, definitely Silver Age, uh, you know. So, probably, you probably read my, my post today. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I I read that. I saw that. I'm sure you made a lot of people happy. <laughs> no, because it's true, man. Like I think I think that's the one thing that really like annoys me is that like before before Winter Soldier, so many people out there were bashing Captain America. Like he's you know, they, they don't get it. Even Chris Evans bashed Captain America after doing the Avengers. Mm. And he was like he was like, I don't get his character. He's just a guy with a shield. You know? He's out of time. That's the key. That's and sometimes, you know, some writer uh, have really gotten on that. I mean there was a there was a story arc that way. It's available in um uh, trade paperback Captain America out of time. I mean he is literally out of even I mean Jack Kirby when he reintroduced uh uh, Captain America in the Avengers uh, back in the 60s. Uh, that was the key element. He does not fit in. He is totally out of time uh, in, in thinking and, and his maybe even his moral compass is different. You know? Uh, that, that's, that would, that's what makes him such a like an awesome character. You know? It's like the, and the fact that he next to Superman I think he's more of a Boy Scout than Superman. Like, he really believes in, you know, doing things what's right. And I think, you know, the the first Avenger movie that he did, you know, the first Captain America movie that came out was on point. It was perfect because it really showed 
how much of a genuine character he is, you know? Like, he's doing it for the right reasons, the right causes. He's not doing it, you know, like, for, for like, you know, selfless, like, you know, like, you know selfish reasons, you know? And he's not on, on an, a, a vengeance thing like the Batman. Uh, you know, he's, he's not trying to find his parents' killer originally, which is Batman's kind of driving force, and to prevent anybody going through that. There's not that at all. You know, going there. And America is just trying to protect the weak from, you know, the innocent. The innocent, you know, and the weak, you know, from like, like, you know, bullies. You yes. know, like, like he says, you know, he hates bullies, you know. And that's what, you know, what he is. He fights for the right causes. He fights for, for the little man, you know. Even though he was the little man, you know. It's right. like, you know, it's like, and I, I think the first movie, like, portrayed it so well that you know a lot of people missed out on that they don't get it because i think people these days are just like too you know too mixed up in all the the bs that's out on on tv and in social media you know everybody wants to be you know like you know a jerk these days like you know they want these they want a you know a douchebag character over well they want the the anti-hero don't you think that's kind of the thing well there you go deadpool right <laughs> you know they they want deadpool you know they want the guy who who's just a straight up jerk you know and you know it's like i like this is, that's one of the reasons why I, I didn't like jessica jones as much like um i don't like you know i like the show the shows as a show it's a great show. Like it, it's a good show, you know. Um, as a superhero show, like it, it's kind of sad because, because um, it's like I watch I watch, you know, Jessica Jones, and then after I watch Jessica Jones, I start watching Daredevil again. And what makes Daredevil such a cool character is like he's another character that's just like Captain America, that they're fighting for the same reason they're fighting you know you know like not not to prove anything you know they they do it you know to protect people you know right and like you know because no one else can you know and like um and daredevil it's like he's just a you know he's a very inspiring character because it's like first of all the guy's blind, you know. He's a blind man, but he's a lawyer, you know. And he's a, it's it's for blind people, you know. It has to be like the greatest, coolest role model superhero, you know. And it's like you know, especially for like little blind kids out there, you know. So it's 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 inspiring, you know, like to see someone that can like. Well, he also, you know, the, the brilliance of Stan Lee with that is, you know, it also taught uh, kids to be tolerant, too, and to realize, you know, different doesn't necessarily mean bad, you know. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, <laughs> I think I pissed off a lot of people by saying that, because uh, there was one guy that kept commenting on my thing, and he was like, oh, you know, like... Like he he can't stand Captain America because Captain America is the most white bread like superhero character of all time and you know he's just like you know the poster boy for like white people I guess I don't know you know it's kind of stupid and I'm just like I'm like you hate him because he's white but you did you ever notice that his best friend is a black guy like it was like he's probably one of the first like superheroes that has that they actually made that actually has a best friend that's black yeah it was it wasn't just some flunky you know uh goofball sidekick or anything uh because the spirit did way back and it it was it wasn't a good thing with the eisner thing in my opinion way back then but that was that time period um Mm -hmm. this you know uh, he had somebody who was an equal uh, and a, a friend, you know, uh, and that that was way cool. Yeah, and I'm like, you know, and and if people will take a look at those uh, 
those Bronze Age comic books. It was Captain America and Falcon comic books. Um, yeah, that was exactly. in the, that was the title. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing too, like um, Captain America, just like like that shield is probably one of the coolest weapons of like ever made. You know, and you know he's he's just. Even with Civil War, like, Civil War is cool because, like, Civil War, you know, he, it's like, you know, he can't be the, you know, the most patriotic, you know, like, like, kind of character that people, like, portray him as. Like, you know, like, they, they probably think that Captain America is, like, how Superman is in The Dark Knight Returns. Oh, okay. He's just he's just a, a a puppet for the the U.S. government. Yeah, we're we're talking about uh, Frank Miller's book, uh, yeah. not the movie. Yeah, yeah, The Dark Knight Returns. Right, right. And um, like you know, which basically, you know, Don Justice is highly influenced in that. But um, but yeah, that's the whole thing. Like, I mean, you're right. That Superman was very similar to uh, Alan Moore's Watchmen. Uh, Dr. Manhattan, you know, uh, Manhattan was utilized. I mean, they're almost parallels there. Those two stories right there, that part, you know, Manhattan, Manhattan was utilized by the government to, you know, in the Vietnam war and, and do. Yeah. 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 It's very, very close. Yeah. And I think a lot of people think that Captain America is that same kind of type of character, but no, he's not, you know, because in civil war, he kind of proves it, you know? Right. I mean, he's not a robot or a puppet uh, in any way. And I think one of the things that's got to be understood is, you know, he being the man out of time, this is not the world he grew up in and defended way back when. And Mm -hmm. the government has changed in his eyes uh, from when he, you know, first enlisted in uh, the army. It's totally changed. Mm -hmm. And And there's times where where Captain America didn't want to be representing america anymore because of all this change true he he became nomad for a while too remember he became nomad you know and people don't know that people don't know that he became nomad and you know he kind of wanted to like not be associated with the u.s government you know that's right that, that's but, exactly right yeah and then but you know like he is that symbol you know, that American symbol, superhero, you know, like that people kind of look look up towards, like, you know, to kind of, you know, when, when all all fails and stuff, like there's no hope. He's that, that symbol that keeps, like, you know, the true purpose of what America stands for, I guess, you know? So it's like, that's what makes his character such a, a strong character, you know? I mean, Superman is like that too, but you know, Superman at the same time also is an alien from another world too. So well, he, he, I, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but Superman's more, I, I would think, is more of a world citizen. You know, uh, yeah, he's, a, he's more of a world citizen. He's more of like you know, the guy who's like part of the UN or something. You know? Yeah, and um. Superman. Well, that's the thing about Superman too. Like, that's another thing too. Like, that's one thing that one reason why I love Man of Steel too was that Superman, even though you know Kryptonians were his race, he still chose the humans over them. Right. You know? And <clears throat> I mean, that's the one thing that a lot of people they don't they don't realize. You know, it's like. Why Superman, you know, that that's the one thing that makes Superman cool, you know. It's like, you know, he's one of us, <laughs> you know. So it's like, um, but yeah, like I think a lot of people, a lot of people like, um, like underrate these, these characters that are like supposed to be the patriotic characters. Right. But these characters are actually really cool. I mean... Don't let a book, you know, like a, you know, like a, what you call it? What was that saying? No, what do you, don't judge a book by its color. Oh, okay, okay, I got it, yeah. So, like, yeah, it's like, you know, same thing with the superheroes, you know. 
Superman, I mean, Superman, yeah, Superman and 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 Bat and, and Justice and Cap Captain America, they might look goofy and stuff, you know, because they're patriotic characters. But you know, and Batman and Iron Man might look cooler because, well, it's like you know because of what they look like. But <clears throat> well, how are your friends or your people commenting on that going to handle Captain Marvel Shazam? I mean, uh, when he comes to be, I mean, you know, he, I mean, that, that whole world of Shazam will, I mean, yeah, it involves magic, but you know, he's like, he's a, like an ultimate boy scout, a child inside a, an adult body. I mean, Shazam is like one of like the coolest characters ever made. Cause like, I mean, if people realize like from like. You know, if you grew up with He-Man, this is where He-Man came from. Yep. It came from Shazam, because Shazam, you know, it's, it's the whole point of, like, anybody can be Shazam, basically. As long, yeah. Under the original thing, as long as you were pure, you were, you were, you know, you had that purity about you. Yeah, if you were chosen, you know, like, I mean, it doesn't even have to be a kid. It could be, like, you know, like anybody. It could be, it'd be, like... An overweight fat man, you right. know. Right. Uncle Dudley was, you know. <laughs> don't go there. Don't 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 you know? Don't you spoil my Shazam family? Stay out of there. I'm not supposed spoiling it. I'm saying that's. Let's don't no, no. You, you, you know you like Uncle Dudley so much. How about you cosplay as Uncle Dudley coming up at Black Friday at Mike's Comics? <laughs> no, that's okay. Oh no! Come come on! And if nobody knows what. Uh, uh, Uncle Dudley is just just Google that and do you, do you like Uncle Dudley or do you not like? Uncle I do not like Uncle Dudley. Oh, okay. I I thought Uncle Dudley was creepy even when I was you know because when I was a kid, one of the things I did was at the time period DC came out with the uh, 100 page issue and they were mostly reprints, not all of them, but they were reprints of the Golden Age and early Silver Age stuff, and they released the the Shazam Vault. Uh, that they had been holding, and I read anything and everything Captain Marvel Shazam I could get my hands on, and started collecting it. And that 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 Uncle Dudley thing, even back then, I thought was just there was just something playing wrong. <laughs> but you know what? Like, um, they've been portraying Uncle Dudley like a lot cooler in like the the newer generations of like. Um, okay, he's not some creepy guy wearing pajamas then. No, because uh, what happened is that um, I don't know if you've seen Young Justice. No, I, I that I have not. Oh, you're missing out. Okay. Young Justice probably like like if if they were gonna do a reboot, that's how you, New Fifty Two should have been. Because I think I per personally, I sometimes I feel like Young Justice was doing it so much better than what. DC, the actual comic books are doing. Whoa! With, with a reboot, that that's one of probably one of the reasons why they had to cancel Young Justice because people probably liked that universe more than they actually liked the actual New Fifty Two. Whoa! Because the stories were actually told a lot better, like like the way they did it, because they they did like a kind of a like it it, it was like a different like um. It was a if a, it was a different like telling of like you know the DC you know heroes like you know like they had Uncle Dudley in in the in um in Young Justice as um he was actually the guardian of um Billy Batson so Uncle Dudley was just basically kind of like his caretaker. You know, okay. That he was he was Shazam, you know, and then they like it was kind of cool like the way they did it like like they even brought in like Tawny like yeah uh, you, you have to watch it it's it's it was such it was so well done and then um yeah even the way they did the Robins too yeah I actually I like I love that that ah, that cartoon that cartoon was so well done. But yeah, if you get a chance, you should you should definitely try to watch it. 
it's on Netflix. If you, if you okay, I think the first season is on Netflix. Well, but if you're like an old school DC fan, you 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 probably end up loving it because they actually like they actually kind of did their own reboot or like own like kind of retelling of the DCU, but like but in a better way, like you know. Okay, well, I will uh, put that down here on the uh, the to watch list, the Humphrey recommended list. Oh yeah, it's it's a must. If, if you're not watching it, you're you're kind of missing out. All right, and I uh, you know, I, I hope you will uh, get the red pajamas and go as Uncle Dudley sometime in the near future. You first, my friend. Oh no, no, no! I you know I I, I will let you do that cosplay. You know the Orlando Toy Comic Con. You'd look really nice uh, at your comic book booth. Uh, no. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm voting that one. <laughs> and when you, you know, when you float around at Mike's uh, Comics and Collectibles for Black Friday, I'm, I'm gonna solicit people say, "What do you think, Uncle Dudley?" I'll hold up a picture. Is that Uncle Dudley there? I might have to get you a little wig if I remember right. Uncle Dudley had white hair. <laughs> we, we probably have a friend that 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 can like um do a better Uncle Dudley. I wouldn't know any of my friends that could do that. <laughs> I I wouldn't. Are you are you going to throw one of your friends under the bus to be Uncle Bud, Uncle Dudley? <laughs> no, I'm not going to throw any. Yeah, you might lose a friend here if you <laughs> you mention them on this show and they and you identify them as the Uncle Dudley. Uh, let's don't do that. I want you. You know, you don't need to lose any friends. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to recommend somebody. How's that? Since you don't want to do the role, I think I know somebody would be better. And that person is Tom Raup of Pop Culture Playground. Go up to Tom Raup at Black Friday at Mike's Comics and Collectibles. Call him Uncle Dudley. Say you would be great as Uncle Dudley. You need to cosplay as Uncle Dudley. I, th- I think he'll give you a big thumbs up for that. Say th- that the Riley and Kimmy show recommended he be Uncle Dudley. <laughs> I think he just lost a friend. No, <laughs> not, he's my, you know, he, no, he's going to be right next to me in the freak tent. He, I won't lose him. At least I'll have him all day. <laughs> and, you know, when you come by, I'll say, Hump, let me introduce you to Uncle Dudley. That'd be kind of fun. <laughs> See, I had fun. I get to talk about Shazam with you. And, and you're somebody who actually is versed in Shazam. I can't, you know, don't know too many people actually know Uncle Dudley which is kind of cool. And, you know, we got to talk old school stuff here and uh, Billy Tushy moments and Mike's Comics and Orlando Toy Comic Con. It's been a fun episode. Hump, I'm going to let you uh, get back to doing what Hump does best. And, Go uh, to sleep. Oh, oh, whatever. And <laughs> we will see you at uh, Mike's Comics and Collectibles on Black Friday. Thank you for being part of the Riley and Kimmy Show. Have fun. Visit RileyandKimmy.com to connect on social media and for archive podcasts. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.